Rusty Quill presents. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Sloth Studios presents Clockwork Bird or the Modern Icarus. Hi, Shelley. Can I help you? Hi, Eliza. Has anyone looked at my access history since I left the office? No personnel have access to your data since you last used your laptop. And you can tell me, even if you can't tell me who. 
Some information is restricted by your organization, but according to data protection protocols, I'm obliged to tell you if your data has been accessed by third parties within and without your organization, even in instances where information is redacted. Can I help you with anything else? Can you tell me how many third parties have looked at my access history? I'm afraid I don't have that information, Shelley. Some of your privacy settings are restricted by your organization. You can review them here. That's all right. Thanks, Eliza. Stop calling me! Leave me alone! You sound distressed, Shelley. Would you like some advice regarding stress in the workplace? You've never asked that before. I've been updated with new software, which allows me to better assess vocal tonality. Would you like to learn more? Yes. Update 4.07 included new speech pattern recognition from Eliza, including and recognising unusual modulations in speech. Who updated you? I update automatically, Shelley. You can explore your settings here. You're all right. Nobody has a chance to read the small print. Okay, Shelley. The small print. Eliza, you don't think... In those files I've sorted, there was one that was just a bunch of HR forms, wasn't there? One of the documents in case file 229 was marked HR Administration. Would you like me to open it? Yes, thank you. Okay. Self-certification for absence, holiday form, contracted hours, workplace risk, waiver, another waiver, another waiver. Jesus, they don't want to be accountable, do they? Non-disclosure. Oh my God. I just assumed it was for her, but it's not. It's for them. This too. For patients and for friends and relatives of patients. These are the NDAs Dr Sophie was talking about. This agreement, known hereafter as the agreement, created on day X of year Y, is made between UCO Science and Technology Solutions Limited and patient name, hereinafter referred to as UCO and the patient. This agreement is created for the purpose of preventing disclosure of proprietary or confidential information. This agreement is unilateral, where UCO will have access and ownership to and of the confidential information. Blah, blah, blah. Ugh, there's nothing thought maybe there would be something about what they were going to do, but they're both the same too. Wait. The one for friends and families has a line at the end. In the event of breach of this agreement, compensatory bursaries will be forfeit. <laughs> that says if you talk, you don't get the money, doesn't it? I'm sorry, Shelley. I don't understand the question. <laughs> Just take my word for it. That's what it said. It's bothering me, the money. Alice didn't know about it. Or if she did, she didn't say anything. From what I know about her research from before, well, she was mostly interested in Robin himself, the places he was going, the things that they might have been doing to him. The crux of it, really, was she was convinced they were drugging him or something. At her wildest, she said she thought they'd abducted him. She never even considered that he might be dead, risen again. I don't even know what to call it. But there's no proof of that. And there aren't really any laws against it. NDAs, perfectly legal. Compensating people for their corpses, also fine. Experimenting on beating heart cadavers, technically, perfectly allowed. There are laws against coercing people into doing things when they aren't in their right state of mind, though. If it could be proven that Robin Yeager wasn't... well, maybe we actually have something here. If he was already in having a coid, then maybe he couldn't meaningfully consent. I don't know. I'm going to take a walk.
No, absolutely not. Didn't you hear what I was saying to you? But it's definitely relevant. If we can get the information on why he was in Havana Coid, then we can prove that he wasn't in his right mind. You could have been pretty tight with their NDAs everywhere else. What makes you think this will be their one blind spot? It's NHS. It's his ordinary medical record. It's protected by other confidentiality information and he's dead and it's relevant to our case. I know this is how it works. In ordinary circumstances, yes. But as soon as we go digging, they're going to find out about it. They're going to find out anyway when we bring them to trial. If we can't keep this from their attention for long enough, they'll shut us down. You know how important that can be for landing a case. You've worked with us before. Yes, with domestic abuse, with families where people were at immediate risk. I was protecting vulnerable people by waiting. Right now, who knows how many people are signing NDAs as they take a payout for their corpse before they've even died, who could end up like Robin Yeager. We don't know that any of it is true. You've seen his death certificate. You spoke to Noah Davis. How did you know about that? And it's not the point. We don't know how much Yuko disclosed about the risks involved, what exactly they were agreeing to when they signed their bodies over. We know that Dr Sophie Bennett thinks it's a fluke, that they tried to make others like him, however that works, and they couldn't. How could they have disclosed risks that they couldn't have even dreamt existed, Dave? Moving now is too much of a risk. Even if we accessed Robin's records, we don't have a definite date that he agreed to donate his body. There's nothing for it to line up with. Yuko has to have that information, though. You want to ask them for it? Is that so wildly out of the realms of possibility? Aren't they cooperating with the department about the fire already? Surely one bit of information wouldn't mean anything. Except that they must know, Shelley, that they're on very thin ice with the Robin situation. Their cadavers all signed NDA, so did their families. They took very careful steps to make sure nobody knew or talked about Robin once they went public with him. They were foolish enough to parade him about, though. Their cover is watertight. You don't know that. I do. That's not how we do this. We have it in these files, I'm sure of it. How? I'm sorry? How are you sure we have something in these files? You've said that before. There is something here. Like, you know it. Definitely. How? Just a feeling. Right. Sure, just... It seems like every single one of these recordings from the Bennett computer are relevant. There hasn't been a single dud. There's been one where Alice talked about him getting out of the facility and seeming really out of it. One about Sophie being complicit in what they did to Robin. One where Sophie out and out says she chose to stay. One where they talk directly about consent forms. She's outlined the NDAs, disclosed that money was exchanged, explained why she was brought onto the project. Every single one has been relevant. Every single one has had important information in it. The paperwork seemed like nonsense before, but every time I learn something new, it looks more and more important. This case file is fucking curated, Dave. <laughs> Maybe you would have made a decent detective. I wouldn't. I'm not a coward. Coward? That's what you think of me. We've been handed this stuff, which is practically walking us up to a conclusion, and you're still too afraid to make a move. You hide behind your badge. Nice to see where I measure up to in your estimation. <sighs> that came out more harshly than I meant to. I think you should probably take the afternoon for yourself. I'm fine. Yeah? Well, I'm not. I don't appreciate being called a coward! Then maybe you should stop acting like one. Shelley! This is bigger than you understand. Are you listening to me? This is huge. Massive. There are no laws about bringing people back from the dead without their consent because it's not possible! 
it's impossible, but they did it. What we're doing here is not just about ordinary medical malpractice. This is the groundwork for stopping people like the Bennetts and the Maxwells and the rest of them from doing shit like this ever again. Do you hear me? This is not a game. I thought you didn't believe that's what they'd done. Dr Sophie doesn't either, does she? You've listened to them. What? The files. You've already listened to them. Don't be ridiculous. If you've already listened to them, why am I here, Dave? What am I supposed to do? I don't know. All I do is hide behind my badge, isn't it? Fine. Take the afternoon. I'm taking my laptop. I'll work from home. Fine. Fine. Calm down, Bertie. It's only a bit of carrot. I'm sorry, Shelley. I don't understand the question. No, I wasn't... Good God, I need more human company. Maybe recording this stuff on this laptop was a terrible idea. I mean, I was pretty sure it was a terrible idea, but it seemed like the least terrible in a list of terrible ideas, so... I don't know. I think Dave is up to something. Maybe he's in on it. What am I even saying? In on what? God. Stop calling me! Can I help you? Not unless you can trace numbers with no caller ID. I'm afraid I'm not capable of that, Shelley. No, I didn't think so. Can you play me one of those audio files that Taylor sent? Playing file, subject 42, extract 701. <laughs> Nope, still doesn't make any sense. You can't do any kind of analysis on it or something. Try to isolate the words being said. I'm afraid I don't understand the question, Shelley. Someone is saying something in all the fuzz. I can't make it out properly. Play it again. Okay, Shelley. Little bird? Is someone saying little bird? Would you like me to play it again? It, just the last few seconds. Okay, Shelley. Stop. Play what you just did again. Okay, Shelley. End of recording. Little bird. <sighs> what does that even mean? A robin? A robin is a little bird, I guess. Christ, listen to me. It'll be corkboards on the walls next. Notebooks stuffed with newspaper clippings. Okay, Shelley. Can I help you with anything oh, else? I don't know anymore. I keep thinking about this kid from work. She was five years old and absolutely convinced that her dog was missing. Her home life had been a wreck. She'd recently been placed with a new foster family and she kept going on and on about this dog. It was little, she said, but not really little. She drew pictures of it. She stuck them up on the walls everywhere. But she'd never had a dog. Not as far as we could tell. She started putting up posters. 
a little scruffy white thing hastily drawn under the message, have you seen this dog? Months went on and she settled in with her new family, started school and she seemed generally happy, but she kept going on about this dog. Every time she saw me, she'd asked if I'd seen him anywhere. She'd burst into tears whenever she saw a white dog in the park, pleaded with their owners to give him back to her. I told Alice that story, when things were starting to get bad. When I'd get up at three in the morning and find her in the living room of our flat, staring at the wall she'd covered in newspaper clippings of Robin Yeager. I thought she was like the little girl. I thought what had happened with that man on the beach had upset her so much, so deeply, that it left this weird echo in her mind and it was Robin Yeager that she was channelling that into. She looked me dead in the eye and said they were the same man and I couldn't believe her. It was absurd. But it was true. Two years after that little girl's placement, I get a call from her foster family. She'd long since settled in and was seeing a different therapist on a more long-term basis, so I hadn't seen her for a long time. They'd gone to Brighton for the weekend, and when they were walking along the front, they'd stopped at a stall selling knick-knacks, you know, pool floats, lollipops, that sort of thing. They'd been browsing the trinkets looking for souvenirs, and then she'd started screaming. It was one of those little battery-powered toys... A little white dog that barked and scooted along the floor, occasionally leaping into a poorly executed backflip. When they'd got the little girl to calm down, she started talking. She'd had a little dog just like that. Her dad threw it out of the window of the car because it wouldn't stop barking. In her little head, some wires got crossed and there you go. It wasn't a real dog, but the dog really was missing. When she talked about it, put posters up everywhere, I was only getting part of the story and... Now I think maybe I was only getting part of Alice's story too. And she had only got the tiniest, weeniest bit of Robin Yeager's. When you look at someone like that little girl or like Alice, I think it's easy to assume that because their brain is already going wrong, everything they do is another sign that their brain is going wrong. And if what they're saying makes no sense to you, then that conclusion is even easier to draw. But the man on the beach was Robin Yeager. And there was something wrong with him. Alice might have been paranoid, but they really might have been after her. There's something up with Dr Sophie. Dave is hiding something. Why leave a message about the fire but nothing else? Why act like a total dick when he knows I'm trying to help? He's definitely hiding something. And I have no idea where to even begin to find out what. Okay, Shelley, can I help you with anything else? (sighs) I don't know, Eliza. Have you seen this possibly dead man? Clockwork Bird or The Modern Icarus is a podcast distributed by Hanging Sauce Studios under a Creative Commons International Share-Alike Licence. Special thanks to everyone who has already subscribed to the podcast and for the shares and retweets on Facebook and Twitter. Hanging Soft Studios is a brand new podcast studio and we're making this podcast for no budget in our free time working around existing work and study schedules so every single like means a whole lot to us. If you have the time, please rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice and keep recommending us to your horror and sci-fi loving friends. This episode stars Daisy Major as Shelley, Gary Major as Dave and me, writer, director and producer Pippin Ada Major as Eliza and the Snake. Music is by Maybe Wednesday. 
find us online at hangingsloststudios.wordpress.com. Tweet us at hangingsloths and please consider supporting us on Patreon for behind-the-scenes content and bonus materials. That's patreon.com forward slash hangingslothstudios. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.